Good morning. I'm the Reverend Joe Pagano, and I'm here with the Reverend Amy Richter here on a beautiful snowy day in Newfoundland. And this is a service of morning prayer for Sunday, January 30th. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before God. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is sovereign. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Tell out the salvation of God from day to day. Let the whole earth tremble before God. Declare the glory of the Holy One among the nations, and the wonders of God among the peoples. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 13, verses 1 through 13. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. And the greatest of these is love. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Few passages are so beloved and frequently heard at weddings as our reading today from 1 Corinthians. Love is patient. Love is kind. 
Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. I once heard this passage read at a wedding as if it were a very personal address from the older sister who was reading it to her younger brother who was about to become a husband and whom the older sister thought needed some guidance that she was not really sure he was capable of receiving. Love is patient, Stanley. Love is kind, Stanley. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude, Stanley. Stanley, got it? The reader was right. This is personal. These words are meant to be taken to heart. But they're not just for grooms or brides or older sisters or younger brothers. In fact, the original context was not marriage at all, but Christian community as a whole. St. Paul was addressing a church, the church in the city of Corinth, when he wrote these words. It was a church that had its problems. Corinth was a very prosperous city, a seaport, a center for shipping, commerce, industry, and government. It was a city of self-made people, people who thrived in business, trade, law, all the professions that mark a community as successful. Along with economic success came opportunities for squandering money and for pleasure-seeking in, in empty and immoral ways. Corinth also had its poor and its working class, all the people whose labor is necessary to make a city work, and those barely scraping by and those left behind. The Corinthians brought their differences with them to church as well, and not in a good, let's celebrate diversity sort of way. Paul had to tell them church should be different. Church should be different from the city outside. Outside of church, people think boasting, taking advantage of others, and treating people differently based on their social class is just fine. Outside of church, people think it's okay that some people have more than enough to eat while others go hungry. Outside, people don't bat an eye over immoral behavior, things like drunkenness and adultery. Outside, being self-centered is part of the game. Climbing the ladder and using people on the way up, just par for the course. Church, says St. Paul, is different. Church is the body of Christ. As church people, we are all a part of the body, all connected one to another, whether we acknowledge our dependence on one another or not. There is no unimportant part of the body. There is no place for boasting or treating one part of the body well and another part poorly. 
There is no part for misusing. There's no place for misusing the body. And you can't divide up the body, cut pieces off, ignore its health, and expect the body to thrive or maybe even survive. Paul had to remind this church with all its little factions on the brink of divide, living in ways that no one would ever guess its members were followers of Jesus Christ, of the basics. It's about love. It's all about love. Love is not just for those inside the church, of course. Love is for those outside the church as well. But how are they going to know about love outside the church if we don't even know about love inside the church? If we, inside the church, can experience love and be loving toward one another, we might just be able to be Credible as a witness to the power of God's love to the world outside, too. If we allow God to transform us through love, maybe God will use us to help God in God's work of transforming the whole world as well. The basics, the foundation, what is love? Love is patient. Kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. Love does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. Love does not rejoice in wrongdoing. It rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. That's how a community based on love is. Whether it's a small community of a bride and a groom, who through their commitment to each other and to God are participating in something of cosmic significance, or a large community of a church connected to one another as a body is made up of many members. So whether two or three or more gathered in the name of Jesus, the description of love is the same. Patient, kind, not arrogant, not envious or boastful or rude, not irritable or resentful. Love is grand, majestic, powerful, the most important thing. But it is not beyond us. We are not merely swept up into its power and potent grasp, or not. The language Paul wrote in was Greek. And in Greek, Paul's description of love is all verbs. In English, we need to use some adjectives. So Paul is saying this is what love does and does not do. Love is what we do or don't do. Love is shown in the choices we make about how we behave and how we behave toward one another. Am I being boastful? 
Was I being rude? What would be the kind thing to do? What if I respond with patience? How can we rejoice in the truth? What would it mean to be a community that loves through hope and endurance? We are a church community, our parish of Pasadena and Cormac, with the same holy mission as the church throughout the world and throughout the ages. Proclaim the good news of God's love for all in Jesus Christ. We gather as a church community transformed, forgiven, reminded of love, nurtured by love, to practice love in how we treat one another so that we can show God's love to others too. So others may see us, our parish churches, gathered as the sisters and brothers of Jesus Christ, the sons and daughters of God, and say about us, see how they love one another. Here's how another translation puts 1 Corinthians 13, puts what others might see in us if we follow Jesus' way of love. Love is never selfish, never quick to take offense. Love keeps no score of wrongs, takes no pleasure in the sins of others, but delights in the truth. There is nothing love cannot face. There is no limit to its faith, its hope, its endurance. God is love. We are told in the Bible, that's 1 John 4, verse 8. So our love is not just a matter of us applying ourselves, trying really hard, and really hoping it goes well. When we love, we participate in the life of God. We love because God first loved us. Allowing God's love to take root in us, shape us, show in us, flow through us, means we have a never-failing source of love from which to draw. Love never ends. So, take this beautiful lesson from 1 Corinthians 13 personally. God does not pronounce these words to us as an older sibling at a wedding, unsure of whether we are up to the task or capable of grasping the concept. Take these words as a description of God's love for you, God's intention toward you. God is patient. God is kind. God is not selfish, not quick to take offense. God keeps no score of wrongs, takes no pleasure in in sin, but delights in the truth. There is nothing God cannot face. There is no limit to God's faith, God's hope, God's endurance. Now faith and hope and love abide. 
these three, and the greatest of these is love. Amen. Let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for the peace of the world. The Lord grant that we may live together in justice and faith. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for this country, and especially for Queen Elizabeth, the Governor General, the Prime Minister, and all in authority. The Lord help them to serve this people according to his holy will. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for children and young people. The Lord guide their growth and development. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for the sick. The Lord deliver them and keep them in his love. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us pray for all who are condemned to exile, prison, harsh treatment, or hard labor. For the sake of justice and truth, the Lord support them and keep them steadfast. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember the prophets, apostles, martyrs, and all who have borne witness to the gospel. The Lord direct our lives in the same spirit of service and sacrifice. Lord, hear our prayer. Today our prayers are requested for Sadie, Doug, Noreen, Sean, Kim, Doug, Connie, Deanna, Stuart, Herb, Dorcas, Marilyn, Connor, Irving, Marion, Debbie, Robert, Wayne, Jennifer, Stephanie, Nina, Carolyn, Bob, Joe, Jimmy, Percy, and Doreen. And for Melvin, Denise, Glenn, Audrey, Diane, Cecil, George, Shirley, Janelle, Clarence, John, Anne, Audrey, Donna, Dave, Suzanne, Braden, Cody, Penny, Danielle, Sean, Howard, Byron, BJ, and any others you wish to name aloud or silently. Lord, hear our prayer. blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you this day and always. Amen. This hymn is number 502 in the common praise, You Are Salt for the Earth.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.